Talk show. Hi there, my name is Sue Nelson, and for the next 30 minutes, we're going to be talking all things food and drink. I'm joined by my fellow presenter, Jane Payton, who really came into her own last week because it was all about beer, which just as well because she's a certified beer sommelier and author of numerous books on the subject. Um, do you remember when, um, uh, two weeks ago, when we had the charcuterie guy in here, and the, the, the studio smelled amazing, and it looked fabulous? I think this looks even better. I do. We've got yeah. an array here of beauty. Beauty. That I can barely describe. Well, when I say barely, I can describe it if you want me to. I suppose we should. I mean, so, so this week we're talking about the humble potato which you shouldn't be humble, really. Absolutely but This not. wondrous little tuber that forms the basis of some of my favourite recipes. Dauphinoise potatoes, mm. covered in cream, butter, oh. marvellous. Mash, which we just happened to have in the studio. And it looks beautifully mashed good. and just like, it's, it's art in that bowl, isn't it's all, it? It's all swirled around. Mm. Roast potatoes. Oh, we have some of those here as well. Oh, I say. And some wedges. Some I mean, potatoes. Wedges, uh, and, and, and some boiled potatoes. And then a lemon drizzle cake made with potatoes. Which I've never had before. Oh, I've never had it either. But we will have. And it smells and looks exactly like any uh, lemon drizzle. But better. Absolutely gorgeous. Now, the, the thing is, we've got two amazing guests. Nikki Crawley of The Potato Shop and Tracy Bush of Provenance Potatoes. And these lovely ladies just decided to bring all this stuff with them. Mm, it's just heaven. I mean, yes. forget yeah. a picnic. We have a potato picnic here. We do. We do. And we've also got potatoes that have been uncooked so we can just see if, see the diversity of potatoes mm. shapes colors skin <laughs> just can't wait um, <laughs> I, we have to talk although actually all i want to do is um start eating that mashed potato but let's um let's 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 quickly talk uh, to nikki first now nikki i believe that you are known as the queen of all things potato uh, yeah apparently <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> it did say that on my business card once before, yeah. Yeah. So, the queen, so you're being, you're going to be able to tell us all about that. You you are on the is it called? Is it pronounced Morgue? Morgue. You're on the Morgue Park Estate, yeah. uh, uh, which covers one thousand nine hundred acres of beautiful Kent countryside, and you are the southeast largest grower of exotic and heritage potatoes. Yeah. How, how many varieties do you? Um, do this you year was thirty four, I think. Wow, and. We love the potato, but the the, the estate there uh, can trace its history back to 968 AD, when King Edgar approved the sale for the grand sum of 1,450 pence. Um, what have you bought with you today? Um, I bought some wedges, and I made them out of a variety. So I've got pink fir apple, red Emily, Vitalot, and oh, I think we've eaten the Shetland black. No, the Shetland oh. black's that one. <laughs> oh, sorry. I think I might have eaten one while you. While I was just setting up the studio. Yeah. Um, oh, that looks absolutely amazing. And we're also uh, joined by Tracy Bush of Provenance Potatoes. Now you you work with the best uh, growers, don't you, and providers? So do you grow your own potatoes? No, we don't. We have a sort of joint venture with one of our farmers, but we work closely with 
seven farmers, five in particular that we work, you know, sort of from seed right through to uh, washing in, into sacks and off to customers. So you, so you're almost like the middle person who, who you know, somebody will say, oh, well, I need these types of things. You will source them, make sure they're of the best quality, work with the grower to make sure they're they're grown in the way that you want them to, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, Graham, my colleague, he will buy the seed. He oversees the planting, the harvest, the growing, the harvesting, the storage, all the quality. So it's right the way through. And so, so in a way, you don't just sort of sell the potatoes. You, you, you give that sort of advice and seed supply and helping farmers increase their yields and the, all of that. So you must know everything about potatoes as well. Oh, We've got two queens, <laughs> queens of potatoes. A place of queens. Yes. Now, before we start, before it goes too cold, can I taste some of the mash? Yeah. Uh, you made this mash. I did. Yeah. So tell me what you put in it. Desiree. 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 Yeah. Potatoes. Yeah. Mm. A desiree. Desiree, are they really great mashed oh, potatoes mashing? Yeah. And what smooth. makes them so perfect for that? It's the texture more than anything. Uh, Desiree's sort of gone out of fashion, and I don't know why, because that, out of all the varieties that we grow, that's the one that the chefs want. Desiree, so, that yeah. is just good. Did you put loads of cream in it, or I is that just some cream? Mm. Is that just naturally the potato itself just yeah. has a sort of creamy? Yes. proof texture mm, profile yeah. yeah i mean you need to use a ricer i think that's the yeah key to really smooth yeah. mash and did you put lots of butter in no no just cream no, just cream i put a little bit of butter but not huge wow well the that flavor, is the creamiest place earthy so creamy so desiree mm. top tip for mashed potato mm. Mm -mm. salt and pepper no, didn't put anything in there. Try wow. to keep it as healthy it's, as possible. It, it's so complete, I think. Isn't it? You don't need anything else in that apart from what you've put there. Just mm. exquisite. So creamy. Nikki, have a taste. You're a potato I queen. I How about see what you think? That's really nice. That's good, isn't it? You're going to have a second. I'm going in for more. I thought you were. <laughs> yeah. Now, the, the other thing you bought is, um, is this just boiled potatoes? Yeah. So what, um, I love boiled potatoes in the summer. You know, just with a salad and, and I actually really like it with salmon, actually. Um, I've put some salmon on the barbecue and then just some beautiful potatoes. What um, what variety is that? Maris Pier. Pier, not yeah. Piper. No, Maris Pier. Mm -hmm. So um, they're the small, round potatoes that you can cook whole and then put them whole on your, your plate as well. Yeah. And they're described as waxy. What do you think of those? Well, you're right, because you said earlier that you love boiled potatoes and they're so under-appreciated under, um, sort of in, yeah. in many ways, but got a wonderful texture and just the mm. flavour. It's so mm. potato-y, but no, I mean, it's just got a wonderful yeah. flavour to it. And as you say, you don't need anything on it. You don't need no. butter. You could just eat that on its own. Yeah, and that's the thing. We grow varieties that taste, and it's the same with Nikki. You know, sort of, you don't grow varieties that yield loads and then are just full of water we're very much you know sort of it, it's the whole the whole yeah. package really and the taste is, is as important now you've also which is very kind of you bought some roast potatoes yeah. now roast potatoes are one of the brilliant foodstuffs oh. in the world we're all coming up to our Sunday lunch. Um, it doesn't matter whether you're vegan, vegetarian, you're having, you know, all the trimmings with meat and everything. You have to have roast potatoes. It's, it's the law. What should you choose as, as a potato variety? And how do you cook these? These are gorgeous. They're King Edwards, which I think is the, you know, it's a heritage um, variety. Cooked in, in um, rapeseed oil. 
um, you know, sort of, uh, what's the brand? Uh, my one. Yeah. <laughs> More curates. <you> know. <laughs> a little plug there. Well yeah. done. I see what you did there. <laughs> so it can be vegetarian. You don't have to use goose fat. But I know at Christmas that's very popular. A, yeah, I'm not a great fan of goose no, fat. No, I potatoes, don't either. Actually. No. The thing with the King Edwards is they're fluffy on the inside and crunchy on the outside. Mm. And that's what makes a really good... So would they be good for chips as well? Yes. Yeah. So it's, people say Maris Piper for chips, but you're not saying that. Well, it is... I did bring along uh, a variety called Sagita because the only thing with the King Edwards, they will chip. Because they're in cold store, they can go very dark. So if you like a darker chip, it's all right. Yeah. But the Sagita are kept at sort of a, an ambient temperature, so the sugars you know, don't caramelise. So mm. you get a sort of the goldeny type. You know, So I, I made sure that the King Edward was actually from ambient temperature rather than, uh, than from the cold store. Gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. So, so I, I grow potatoes in my little vegetable garden that I've got. I don't I haven't got a clue what I'm doing. Um, but then I, I so I, I, I plant the mother ship potato, mm-hmm. which which is um, a, a potato that is is specifically for growing more potatoes. You can tell how good I am at this. Um, and then I obviously get it right right under the soil, so that it can't be you know no light getting in. Then you get these amazing plants that grow and they flower uh, and then you also get these weird as you say the little apple type things um and then they all start dying and then you know you know that the potatoes are under there you know all <sighs> growing and um and they're really weird aren't they they're like they are called tubers they're not actually called vegetables um be- because it is the root isn't it that, that they're coming from yeah so the mother tuber mm. that's the one that sort of then sprouts and then from the sprouts, the new tubers develop. And from again, you're right. And then as soon as it dies off, that's when the skin is setting. So if you actually dig them up when the plant is still green, you can't store them, but you can eat them straight away. But what we do, and I'm sure Nikki does as well, is yeah, the, 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 the foliage dies off. You can leave them for a number of weeks, skin sets, and then they can go into a cold store. So you can leave them in the soil because because the soil will be reasonably cold at that time of the year and, and actually that they'll keep better because there's no light getting in and they're, they're, they're forming and the skins are developing. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Well, I'll leave them a bit longer. What we do is we can't wait, so we go and, we go and pick them straight straight away. The kids go and get them and we, and we roast them straight away after they've dug them up. Now, um, uh, Nikki, you've bought some, you, you, you know, you specialise in heritage potatoes. We've got some potatoes here which are wondrous colours. They're amazing, aren't oh, they? From, Almost a beetroot colour to to a sort of dark mottly mm. brownie aubergine colour yeah. <laughs> to a charlotte's potatoy type thing. And I don't know what that is. Such different shapes Pinky. too. So we've got the wonderful roast in one there, which is a big, Huge. big boulder of gorgeousness, mm. and then little finger shaped ones. And then and then um, Nikki's kindly cooked us some potato wedges with all these different ones. So would you like to would you like to do ta- you know? Take us through a tasting tour of what you've got mm-hmm. in front of us with these different potatoes. Okay, so which ones have we tried already? There's, um, have you tried the purple one? That's a bit no, lot. I haven't no. tried any of them. I've so just been admiring them. That's so a, that's this oh, one. Look at that. Wow. That so actually looks like some of the charcuterie we had a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, it does actually. <laughs> yeah, it's like a piece of slummy. So it's very dark on the outside. You've cut it open and it literally looks... Like a piece of salami. <laughs> it's weird. So it's it dark, quite beetrooty, mottled, mm. and it's quite chestnutty, waxy texture, mm. taste. And also the the skin gives it a real sort of um, wow. 
you really get a sense of the skin there, don't you, with it? Thick mm. and chewy and... <laughs> Mm. So that's that one. That's that's very dark, very purpley. That's what to like. Yeah. So inside it's purple. It's not white. It's it's got this 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 amazing sort of mottled texture. Mm. So Next this, one. this one's pink fur apple. Oh yes, I have had that one occasionally. Yeah. So that's this one. Ah, oh, that's pink fur apple. Mm -hmm. Ah. Mm -mm. Now I like those types because mm. you literally barely have to do anything with them. You don't even have to peel them. Oh really yeah. Because the, the don't skin is gorgeous. Um, that's very fluffy inside, feels. Is that all right? Um, and wax, wax, as well. yeah. Yeah. waxiness as well. Creamy. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Creamy, waxy. Mm. Mm. And, and you've just, what, shoved those in the oven? I literally uh, used my rapeseed oil again. <laughs> and um, I did put a bit of salt on them halfway through. Mm. But other than that, I just chopped them up and put them in. I mean, it is fast food. Why do people get chips, you know? Exactly. McCain's chips, when all you've got to oh, do is that. Yeah, it taste of nothing. Yeah. Mm. Mm. It doesn't take that long to make these, so... Sorry, McCain's. And the next one, there's a very um, pinky one there. That one's Red Emily. Red Emily. Now, that is actually literally pink in the middle I mean, all the, the way colours, through. The colours. Wow. Are, look at that. And, and the, that in half. the shape of the potato is sort of um, kidney bean shaped. Yeah, but it is this one, yeah. About four or five inches long and just, oh. Oh, I like that one a lot. That's a bit more flowery, that one, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gosh, yes. But the, the skin's interesting. Tracy, what do you think of that one? That's really nice. Mm. Mm. Lovely. What's that called again? Um, Red Emily. Red Emily, we're just going to chomp our way through mm. these. Marvellous. What else have we got? There's um, a very black one. Though. That one is Sh Shetland Black. Mm. Okay, so that looks like this when you cut it open. Oh, she got it open, yeah. So, oh, yeah, wow. look at that. So that's, um, it looks like a normal potato. I don't think there is such a thing as a normal potato, actually. Yeah. It's got um, this purple ring. And, and then it's got a, a sort of little, how would you describe that? Um, it's a little ridge of, of, of purple all the way around, just just yeah, inside the skin. The skin, yeah. Mm. It's, um, the shape is sort of avocado shaped, the mm. potato itself. And it's got this, it's much, much darker skin than normal. Do you want to have a taste of that, Jane? Yes, that looks great as well. I won't need any dinner tonight. No, definitely not. <laughs> mm. So who do you supply these to? Um, so a lot of these, we have our own website, so a lot mm. go out by mail order. Um, but a lot of them go to Covent Garden Market in London and then to the restaurants up there. So um, it's very sort of high-end restaurant, people who are trying to serve maybe something that's slightly different. Yeah, yeah. Um, although potatoes are just great anyway. Mm. For anything. Um, so what would you advise with these? Are there different things that the chefs particularly are looking for? Or is it just about novelty, you know, and a bit of a different taste profile? I think with the purple ones, they're looking for the colour, obviously. And you eat with your eyes. So you see that on the plate and it looks amazing and tastes amazing as well. And the pink fur, I mean, there's over a tonne of those a week goes out to wow. the market. So they like those. It's a salady potato. It, goes with everything fish and meat and mm. you can have it cold the next day like i will be having tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> yes gorgeous i left some at home oh, yeah. um so yeah and they just want something different usually mm. and then um somebody's bought something else oh, is that you it's tracy tracy what have you bought there that's so that's a lemon drizzle cake made with mashed potato gosh oh, wow now that's inventive so have you substituted an ingredient in the cake for the mashed potato? The flour. 
Really? Flour. So I mean, it looks just like lemon drizzle cake and smells just like lemon drizzle. Does that mean it's gluten-free, then? Yes. Oh, yeah. It's a little bit more denser. It's meant to be made with leftover mash, but I had to make mash because we don't have any leftover mash in our house. You well, never know that that was not flour. You'd just think, oh, it's very clarty. We love that word. It's nicer than flour. You'd think it was a clarty cake, but you wouldn't know it hadn't been made with, with mm. wheat flour, would you? You can taste the potato in that, don't you think? I think. A little bit. Do you think you know it's in there? Probably. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, the texture's a bit different. The texture's I think it's more the texture than the taste, because mm-hmm. I'm just getting lemon. And it's got a lot less sugar as well. Um, oh, really? It's only got, like, 80 grams of sugar, so it's not mega sweet. Mm. Mm. Wow. Great, I never knew that, it? that it was possible to use as a, an ingredient right, that way. No, it's absolutely gorgeous. So we've had a look at all these different potatoes here. I'm going to tell you a few facts now, Jane, mm. mainly because you can just carry on eating. Thank you. Yeah, it's not really fair. Um, so there are over 500 varieties of potato in the UK. The most common is Maris Piper, which was introduced in the 1960s. Um, still very popular. In the UK, each person... I don't even know if I actually believe this. In the UK, each person will eat an average of 103 kilos of potatoes a year. I probably do. Mm. I mean, uh, if you think about the crisps, because crisps would be in that yeah, statistic maybe. as well, wouldn't they? That's 500 medium-sized spuds per person. That means you've got all. Now, the, the potatoes have got a bit of a bad press, you know, in terms of, of, you know, they're supposed to be fattening and all that sort of stuff. But they do provide vitamin C, vitamin B6, potassium, magnesium and fibre and have far less calories than pasta or rice. So really, this bad press uh, that potatoes are getting is not actually about the potato itself, is it, Tracy? No, I don't think so at all. It's what you have with it. It's what you have with it. And how you cook it. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're frying it in in loads of fat and and it's chips, then obviously... But then you would say the same if you had deep-fried courgettes or something, Mm. really, wouldn't you? Um, And, of course, you have made very delicious, beautiful mashed potato without butter. (laughs) I'd put loads in. And that's where, where, you know, potatoes are getting the bad press. It's not actually... You know, the potato itself. No, exactly. And and if you were to have these beautiful salad potatoes here, pink fur, um, uh, they are so delicious. You don't really need anything on them. Not really, no. I sometimes sprinkle them with some herbs, a little bit of oil, just to cook it. You can just cook them in the oven on their own, Mm. boil them on their own. You don't need to add anything, really, Mm. because they've got a really delicious taste without anything added. And and so many different shapes and sizes. Yes, and the colours. I love the colour of the... Is it the red russet, this one? Camel. Camel. Mm. So where does the colour in the skin come from? And how, how is it, you know, is it anything to do with photosynthesis or, no, I guess not because they're underground, no. aren't they? But um, I think it's just the genetic makeup yes. of the, the potato and, yeah, how it how it's been developed. Yes, because you know that carrots started being purple, didn't they? Originally, carrots were oh, purple, right. and it's oh, only no, been orangeified because of the Netherlands, because yeah, of, um, of orange. Exactly, yeah. because it being the colour of uh, that part of the world, mm. orange. I'm going to talk about Sir Walter Raleigh now. He first brought potatoes to the court of Queen Elizabeth I in 1585, which I think a lot of us sort of knew that. What I didn't know is her cooks 
got rid of the tubers and actually boiled the stems and the leaves because they thought that was the bit that you were supposed to eat. And everyone who ate them got the runs. Oh dear. <laughs> Obviously. And that's because potatoes are related to the deadly nightshade and the greenery contains the poisonous compounds. Uh, and that led to them being banned for several years in the UK. Oh, no. Potatoes were actually banned because obviously they made you ill. Uh, but they just got literally the wrong end of the stick. Mm. And now we the, just love them. There was a connection with the devil, wasn't there, as well, I believe, with um, potatoes. Because they were, because of that, making you ill. But also because there were these oddities that grew underground in the dark. And suddenly there they were. And they weren't beautiful. I mean, we look at them now and think, oh, they're so beautiful. Mm. But they weren't then. So they were, they were connected with the devil. Wow. Well, um, apparently in in a poll that's carried out recently, potatoes were easily the British public's favourite vegetable. That's good. So, well, if you can call it a vegetable. Um, So it's come a very long way since the water Raleigh got it all wrong and then they got banned. Uh, I'm going to ask you a question now, Jane. Uh, What about the British public's least favourite two vegetables? What do you reckon? I would say that it'll be things that are fairly uncommon. You reckon? Wood, and I would say things that are slimy. People don't tend to like slimy mm. things, do they? I don't know. Oh, my God, doesn't. See, I like texture, and that's too like. Right, go on, hit me, hit me so, with it. Um, okra oh, and slimy artichokes. Oh, I love artichokes. Mm. Which ones though? Jerusalem or globe? Globe. They're the. Um, Thistles. Yeah. yeah. I love artichokes. Do you? Yes. So, um, yeah, it's now the British public's favourite vegetable. And I think the the real lesson for me is don't go and just buy the normal stuff. Um, Go and seek out some locally grown heritage ones that are a little bit different. um, And just give them a try, I would say, wouldn't you? You just give them a try. Definitely. And, yeah, and there's some great recipes. We, we 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 all know that. But I think if you get great potatoes like these, I think what I've learned today is not to muck around with them too much. Yeah, just, just let that flavour come yeah. through. Um, Absolute simplicity. Yeah. So just to finish, I just just want to remind myself. In your opinion, Tracy, the best mash is made with desiree. Desiree, absolutely. And they're easy enough to get hold of, aren't they? Uh, yeah. Practically anywhere. Anything you should look for when you're buying desiree. Make sure that they're not soft and spongy. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, I think that's probably the, uh, the best only thing, thing you need to worry yeah. about. Um, best yeah. thing for roast potatoes, if you're doing roast potatoes Honestly, this Christmas? King Edwards. King Edwards. Look out for King Edwards. And again, they're, they're everywhere, aren't they? You should be able to uh, find those. Um, and new potatoes? They can, I mean, so many varieties for new There's, potatoes. Yeah, there are. I don't think Maris Pier can be beaten on price. Uh, price, sorry. Taste. Um, taste. <laughs> And price as well. Yeah. So Maris Pit. And those are quite small um, and waxy. Uh, It it makes the best meal in the summer for me because you don't have to do anything. You literally just, if there's any little bits you don't like, look, I've just cut them out. But just give them a little bit of scrub. Just boil them. And uh, even in the winter, you can put them in a stew. Yep. Yep. That's true. That's true. Yeah. One pot cooking. Yep. And then for the sort of, if, you know, during the week, if you're a very busy family, you're cooking for the for the children or, or the family. Um, literally, if you get some of these potatoes, um, you can just cut them into strips and pour some oil on, stick them in the oven. Way better than buying some yeah. fast food and cheaper, probably cheaper, much cheaper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
And, what, and how long would you put those in for, for, for these? Um, I put them in, I think I had them in about half an hour. Half an hour, yep. Earlier. About 180. I whacked up to 200. Oh, 200 <laughs> to get a bit of crispiness on yeah, the outside. Yeah. Um, and that's it. That's all you have to do. I mean, so simple. what could be quicker than that? Mm. Um, and can I now ask you, Jane, what would you have to drink with some of these? So if I had this beautiful mash... Bangers and mash. Wow, you don't what want you something think? that's going to overwhelm those delicate flavours of your potato. Yep. You want to get those, but it's all about texture as well. So I would go for something that's going to cut through the texture and lift it. I'd probably go for a sour beer, actually, with um, with something like the mash. So is that like a Belgian-type beer? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Quite acidic. But also, I want to drink um, maybe a best bitter to get that caramel flavour mm. from the the beer but also a cider yep. you know a lovely not a too dry you know off dry a little sweetness there. Sausage and mash and cider that sounds good. Now uh, just finishing the programme, top tip Christmas dinner say you are having turkey roast potatoes, gravy you know all those things mm-hmm. uh, what should we have uh, to drink with our with our Christmas dinner. Should we go for wine or should we do something different? This we year? should go for cider. When I was four, I had my first alcoholic drink and it was a small, <laughs> tiny glass of cider. Our parents allowed us to have very low alcohol cider on Christmas dinner. From then on, it had to be cider. Really? Now, I would go for a champagne method cider. Right. Which is carbonated naturally because it's the champagne method. Dry, acidic a little tannin in there as well made with cider apples you've got some tannins to cut through your um your texture and also if you're eating meat then you want to attract those proteins with the tannins clear your palate off traditional also, method cider made in, in like the champagne method and if, if it was a beer what would you choose i'd go for a barley wine so quite a um a beer that's Eight percent ish um, in a that, wine glass or a chalice glass, and that's quite good for Christmas Day. If you, if you, mm. you know, it's not as alcoholic as it? it's having bottles no. of wine and no, exactly. Okay, jolly good. So, um, thank you so much. Um, it's so kind of you uh, to to prepare all this and, and, and bring all this stuff. So, uh, Nikki of the Potato Shop, can people go online and look at and, and order all these different yeah. types of potatoes? And, and they keep, you can order quite a chunk, yeah. can't you, and then yeah. keep them? Yeah, we've, um, we've also got an honesty stall at the farm in Tenterden. So, people come down and buy a kilo or whatever they need as well. So, um, the website's really popular as well, thepotatoshop.com. So, yeah. it's, um, we're getting them out there. Great. Whichever way we can. <laughs> and the rapeseed oil, is that available yes. through your website? Yes, <laughs> And rapeseed oil is just as good for you as olive oil, and it's British, um, and it's got a higher uh, temperature that you can cook at, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Which which is great. And Um, also, the I've had the um, sprouting, like purple sprouting broccoli, rapeseed, rape sprouts. I'm not saying that right, am I? No. But they're delicious. Mm, Very good. So, um, and also for Tracy, anybody who's uh, uh, out there needs advice on, on potatoes, anything to do that, growing them, da, da, that is your, your, you know, what you do uh, as a sort of business. Um, how would you store potatoes, just as recommended, if somebody bought a whole load off uh, uh, Nikki at the potato shop, how would you store them to make sure they keep for as long as possible in prime condition? Yeah, I wouldn't buy too many. I'd sort of right. think about how much you use per week, but really in the dark, um, dry, so no damp or anything, and just keep them, you know, sort of uh, cool. Cool. 
and look mm. after them and yeah, honour them. them. Yes. Right. Um, again, oh, it's really kind, wasn't it? Mm. Uh, Jane, that was so good. Incredible. Thank you so much. So you've been listening to the Food Talk Show. Uh, we're syndicated to radio stations across the UK and further afield, as well as being available on Audible, Spotify, iTunes, blah, 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 and the podcast app on your phone. Thanks again to Jane uh, and to our partners, the lovely people at Produced in Kent. Next week, really important, just before Christmas, we'll be talking all about cheese and more precisely what makes the perfect cheese board. I'll also be asking you, Jane, what you should have to drink with cheese. Don't just say beer. No, I will uh, have an array. Think, yes, brilliant. Um, So, thank you so much for listening. And again, if you want to um, look at any of our 100 podcasts from the past on topics from snail farming to gin making, go to foodtalk.co.uk. Have a good week. Bye-bye. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.